a pretty standard phrase that you will hear and you will see on Instagram posts is I'm X amount of kilos, I'm X amount of pounds above stage weight. When you're looking at these posts, do not get too sucked into what their metric is because there's a lot of detail behind this that is very, very important for you to be aware of, is important for you to consider. And I'm going to go into it in quite a lot of detail here to hopefully help you decipher between the stage weight conundrum, as they call it, because there's so many elements to this. And what was really fascinating was I did an Instagram poll um, on my stories, and I basically asked people, where is it? How where, how do you base what your stage weight is? So I'm X above X weight. How do you decide what that weight is? And where like what timeline are you looking at? So I put the options of weight at the start of peak week, weight on show day, and I never thought about it, and weight after show day. Now, interestingly enough, most people at the moment, so 50%, have voted that they do their baseline so they Use, use the reference point of their weight on show day as their anchor and reference point for the rest of their preps or for the rest of their off-season or basically the next stage of whatever they're going into. Now, the question I want to pose to you and why I think it's... Oh, my phone's decided to go funny. And why I think it's potentially not the right baseline to use is this if you're going to base things off your show day weight so that's after the whole peak week most peak weeks I'm not saying every peak week but most peak weeks you will end up manipulating certain elements and certain factors to a degree to make sure that you're bringing your best on show day so how do we do this we can manipulate fats we can manipulate carbs salt fluid how often do you manipulate your fats, your carbs, your salt, your fluid before you weigh yourself every single day? Most likely, you don't even think about it. You just go by your day and you weigh yourself. Every single week is not a peak week. <laughs> every single off-season week is not a peak week. We are not manipulating things to that degree. So my challenge to you is if you are someone, and this is, uh, trust me, I've been that person in the past. If you're that someone that is saying, okay, I am 130 pounds on stage. Is that the best unit of measurement to go by when you've done so many different things, most likely, maybe you've, you've, you've reduced output, you've reduced something else you may be increased and reduced so many different things I would challenge you to look elsewhere I think it's interesting I think it's still good because I still make the references of you know I'm x amount away from stage so show you the weight whatever it is however when I look at my own personal metrics how much my weight fluctuates and you know if you can piece yourself like you can do a tiny change and like it affects the look, it affects your, like, your scale weight, information. It can really start to play havoc. So when someone says show day weight, I would ease on the side of caution because for me, I can fluctuate 
five pounds between the start of peak week to the end. I think at one point I was like seven or eight because I must have been really inflamed. But like if you are someone that is using your stage rate, I would challenge you to potentially look at other factors. So maybe the start of peak week or maybe take an average across that whole peak week. Like, don't get so fixated on feeling the need to have this discrete number. Because I find it's quite hard for people to understand that, like, that's not... It is a marker, but it's not the only marker. And we all know how much it can change. So depending on federation, this is a really important consideration to make, whether you're looking at your own um, kind of, like, reference points or you're, you're, you're looking at other people on Instagram... If you've got someone that is doing pure elite, for example, lifting girls, army pro, something like that, um, other federations are available. But <laughs> if you're looking at someone that is done that federation, then typically they're not going to need to come in as lean as they would do for a two bros or a PCA or a bodybuilding style federation. So when you're gauging stage rates, you have to be careful, like, how close are they? Like, how accurate is this? And how useful is their metrics in relation to me trying to get a grip as to where I'm at? Because my stage weight has been so different so many times. I don't think it's ever been the same. <laughs> I, actually, I think in, in previous years it has been, but generally speaking, this whole show season that I've done recently, um, my stage weight hasn't really been the same, but my looks have been totally different. Um, when I look at my PCA or my two bros stage rates and I compare those to my Miami Pro stage rates, you could easily get into the headspace of going, oh, well, I'm like, I'm like hang on, I can't do math. <laughs> I can't do math so quickly in the top of my head. Um, oh, I've done like maybe five, six, seven pounds heavier. I'm, I'm so much more over the stage rate. And it's like, yeah, but they're different looks and they require different things. Someone's reference point of saying they're 10 pounds of a stage weight might not look like anything but then to someone else you might be able to notice it more maybe because they're a bit more but I always find like the taller you are typically the most I find most of the time people struggle to gauge my how much I'm up on stage weight in comparison to I know girls that are like friends of mine that are really really petite um they will gain the same amount of weight and they will look totally different for it so Within the chaos, and particularly in the post-show, like many competitors will look at that certain weight. And I, I totally get it. You want a stabilizer. You want a reference point to feel like you kind of got, like within the chaos, you've got this like, okay, this is set. Now I know where I'm going to work from. But it does, it has its pros, but it also has its cons and its flaws. So it's, it's trying to kind of decipher between like the kind of haze and figuring out, Yes, this is helpful in some respects, but is this helpful in everything? Like, is this going to be the only metric that I use to determine whether I'm progressing or what kind of where I'm at? Like other effect, other factors that can affect your weight, especially whether it's prep, post-show, off-season, especially as females, we know that the cycle ruins us. <laughs> it ruins a lot of us. It definitely ruins me at times, Jesus Christ. Like my weight will scale up. And then the day after um, my period, I will probably lose a couple of pounds because my digestion, it's it gets bad, like without going into too much detail. I basically feel so much better once I've flushed everything out. 
um, things that also can affect weight very, very dramatically. And it's one that really people really underestimate is food volume. Um, if you've eaten more calorie dense foods or if you've eaten more voluminous foods, um, water, sleep, inflammation. Have you done a heavy leg session? Have you been dialing it in on the cardio and your legs feeling inflamed? Like so many factors can affect your weight, whether you're in prep, whether you're post-show or whether you're going into your off season. Um, so it's trying to look at the bigger picture um, and using the weight as kind of, it is a good reference point, but it should not be the only one. And also looking at other markers outside of bodybuilding, outside of competing, outside of your physique related stuff can also be very, very beneficial because you could be, a, you could be 130 pounds twice. One time you're at 130 pounds, you feel the best you've ever been, you feel really productive, you feel on top of the world. The next time you're 130 pounds, you might feel really under the weather, you might feel really lethargic, your food focus might be really high for whatever reason. Like you can be, like I think sometimes we put the attachment to weight in relation to our emotions, whereas you can be the same weight but feel something completely different. So if you have put on more weight than what you typically usually would and you're getting in your head about it, well, are you happier? Like if you look at your whole life as like and you take a step out, is your finances in a better situation? Is your relationships in a fantastic place? Are you mentally feeling really good? Are you productive? Is your focus there? Like, don't just look at this is competing. This is bodybuilding. This is physique related. Everything has to be metric and that sort of like related to bodybuilding. It can be things which are external, which actually in turn help the things in the bodybuilding realm. So next time someone mentions the stage weight, or they ask you, or you mention it yourself, take it with a pinch of salt. Don't use it as the only marker um, and the scale for your own progress, for your next steps, because it can change so much. So I'm not saying completely throw it away, but at the same time, I'm not saying latch onto it. It's kind of that happy in-between place, which I think is very, very important as a competitor for you to understand for yourself and also understand when you are looking inside when you're, when you're in this kind of what I call the competing bubble and you're looking things on social media and whether people say like you know whether people want to deny it or not like you know you do kind of take in to some degree what you do see um so hopefully this episode will give you guys and girls like I guess a different context and a really deeper level of understanding um and it's something that I've personally changed quite a lot in, in the past year or so is when someone says, you know, how much are you over stage rate? I say I can obviously depending on when I'm at in, in the journey, but I could say at one point, you know, I said, oh, I'm not too sure I'm anything between 20 or 25 pounds, for example. Oh, I'm not too sure I'm anywhere between 10 to 15 and I think that's a more accurate, even though it's not giving you an accurate number, that is a more accurate representation and a more, more accurate answer, in my opinion. And that's what I found has been very, very, very helpful and important when you're going through these phases and everything changes. So hope that was an interesting one. 
Um, if you did find that interesting, then please do let me know. Um, make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast. And I'll see you guys in the next episode.